There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I am so happy that you are here with me this week. If you are tuning in for the first time, thanks so much for, you know, kind of giving, uh, lending your ear to, <laughs> to me today. And if you are tuning back in, then you know what's going on. We're going to have some, some real conversations today. And one of the things that we're going to talk about is ineffective marketing. And this is all centered around selling consulting services. And and let me just give a little bit of background. I was I was actually scrolling on Instagram the other day and I ran across a couple of different posts. They were from other consultants who have what seems to be great businesses. And I noticed that the posts pretty much offered either to book a call or uh, to consult them or, or rather call them or DM them to inquire about their services. And, and this was just kind of a blanket statement that really gave the impression that they were trying to sell consulting. They were trying to sell consulting services because that's all that you can see from that particular post or, or that content that was displayed. And that was similar to, you know, the ones that I saw on LinkedIn as well. And I think we end up in this situation oftentimes when we're trying to create content where we get in a habit of creating these very generic posts because we want them to go out at various times throughout the week or the month. And that's probably our attempt to save time and energy. But I want to remind you that if you're doing things that are not effective, then you are actually wasting time. And so I don't want you to waste any more time because like I said, you're busy. So (laughs) I really want to just have a real conversation today. I don't want you to get frustrated or mad with me if if this hits too close to home, but I'm hoping that it will help you think about um, some aspects of your marketing strategy and how we can continue to improve it. And I'm not saying this as someone who is a master content marketer. No, no, no. I'm saying this as your consulting friend. We're having a real chat about some things that we all need to work on. And so this is um, going to be something that I share because I know I have made these similar mistakes before. And once again, I don't want to see you do the same thing. Look, we all need to help one another. So we're constantly moving and growing. That's that's the goal. So. This episode is all about this one truth. 
And I know this truth is going to be hard to hear. It's going to be something that you may even fight me on or kind of push back against. But I'm telling you, believe me, believe me, believe me. This is true. Nobody, no one, not one person that I know wants to buy consulting. All right, let's chat. If you're finding yourself following all the successful accounts on Instagram and LinkedIn, YouTube, and you're just trying to recreate their strategies, but haven't experienced much growth, or you're consistently sharing tons of helpful content within your industry, almost burning yourself out, but you're still struggling to get potential clients to see the value of the services that you offer. If that's the case, it's time for you to be seen as the expert that you are. It's time for you to make a greater impact. So here's the deal. Using a cookie cutter approach won't help you stand out from the crowd or attract the aligned clients that you need to build a profitable business and create the freedom you desire to live life on your own terms. Your expertise is unique and your approach should be awesome. That's why I created my signature program, Position to Excel, which is a highly focused, curriculum-based, personalized coaching program developed to help you accelerate the growth of your consulting business by creating a magnetic core offer, an expert personal brand to position your services to sell effectively. And unlike other programs that rely on traditional methods to attract leads, we develop a personalized approach to fill your pipeline without cold calls or reliance on referrals and RFPs. So if you're interested in taking your consulting business to the next level or starting and getting yours off the ground, visit www.excelaconsulting.com, apply for a position to excel, and let's get started. All right. So I always talk about the fact that many times we complicate the whole sales process. And the reason why we're complicating it is because it is something that takes skill. So I do not want to belittle all of the the tried and true strategies, tactics, and ways to really effectively sell, especially when you have a sales team. There is a need for that um, and a place for that. So that part is true. But even still, when you're working in that capacity, you will still find that at the end of the day, it still all comes back to relationships and a human to human connection. So another thing that becomes really important, just as it would in any other type of relationship, is communication. How we are able to talk to one another, what we understand about the conversation, what we are communicating in terms of a sharing of thoughts, ideas, um, or in this case, our offer and the way that person who is receiving the information is interpreting it. So all of those things are really, really important when it comes to, to the sales process. And even when we're doing, for instance, a post on social media as an aspect of content marketing, that is still a form of communication is your written communication. And so we have to make sure that we are also communicating thoughts, ideas, meaning very effectively. And what happens in those instances where we are offering to have a a calendar available so that someone can book a call to speak with us is that we're communicating in that moment how they're able to make a connection with us. But the one key piece of information that we're leaving out is why, right? Why? And so I give this example often and I do it just for 
the sake of just, you know, being lighthearted about it. But but think about it. Whenever you are making any type of purchase, no matter what the purchase is, if you're at the mall and you're buying a shirt, or if you're about to buy a new computer from Best Buy, whatever it may be, in those moments, you are going as the customer, as the consumer, you're going with a purpose, right? You have something in mind, you have a need that needs to be met, you have a problem that you want solved, and so you are going to seek help. And I, I think the one thing that we get confused by is that when we are marketing our consulting services and we're making the offer to book a call for consulting, we're missing the fact that nobody is looking for consulting, right? And I will get to that example in just a moment again, but I, I want to just talk about how most people see consultants. I actually was online not long ago. I guess it's been a number of months now, but I, I asked a question about how people viewed consulting and consultants. And I got a lot of mixed messages because you know, there's a, this is a story for another day, but there are a number of individuals that prefer to be called strategists for that reason, because there has always been in their lives, a negative connotation attributed to consultants. And I know I was kind of like that when I first started out, I worked in a, a indigent, um, a hospital that served a lot of indigent clients and patients. And, and because of that, uh, we always had consultants in and out the door because we ran in the red all the time. So it was kind of like a natural thing. But whenever consultants would come in, it was like you knew something bad was about to happen. You knew someone was about to get laid off. Something was about to change. A program was about to get dropped. And so you felt very frustrated because you felt like these were these outsiders coming and telling you what to do. And they knew nothing about what was going on day to day. That was the image I had of consulting. And a lot of that can be due to the fact that maybe in those consult in those experiences with those consultants, they were not the, the best examples because we know that there are so many consultants out here doing amazing, life-changing, impactful work. Uh, so, and then also, you know, from my viewpoint, it was limited at that time, but Saying all that to say that because of the way that most people view that, that interaction with a, a consultant, which that interaction is probably going to be more common than not, they are not out there looking to find someone to tell them what to do. <laughs> That's just not what people are doing. Uh, so when we're selling in that way, there's no surprise as to why we may end up with few calls or feeling like we have, you know, kind of crickets in our inbox. Like we're not hearing from people. We're not landing the clients that we want to land. We're not gaining any traction. And that's because we're selling the wrong thing. And so going back to my example, think about it. If you were at home lounging on the weekend or maybe even planning, you know, your, your finances for next year, you're setting some goals at no point in time are you likely sitting back thinking, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some money aside because I really, really, <laughs> I really think I wanna make an investment in, in a plumber. I think I need to like, you know, make an investment in that. That is not what you're thinking. It's just not. We look for certain services, like let's say for instance, plumbing services when we have a problem, when our, our sink is clogged, when we can't flush our toilet, when there's something wrong with the plumbing. That's when we call the plumber because now we have a problem. We're seeking a solution. The plumber is there to provide the solution to our problem. 
That's how it works. <laughs> and so that's also how it works with consulting. When you're clients or potential clients rather don't know why they need to contact you when they don't know why you're even there what you offer what you do then the fact that you have any type of messaging that asks someone to contact you or to reach out and and book a call or to dm you without giving the background is not going to work and so I, i just want to kind of talk about that and and really give three different things that you need in order to communicate your your offer better so that you can land on a message that will resonate. So now one of the first things is that you want to be able to identify the specific need. Going back to the example with hiring on the plumber, in those instances, there's a problem. The problem is that you, your sink is clogged. And so you have to find someone who's going to help you unclog the sink. So in that instance, you have to identify what problem you are able to solve. And so that is a specific need that someone's going to have in your marketplace or in your industry. This is one of the reasons why I'm such a huge, huge proponent of having a core offer. Because at the end of the day, When it comes to your marketing, your messaging, you're going to have to communicate with your potential clients in a way that allows you to target something that they're looking for, target that need, target that want, target their desire. And if you don't have your mind wrapped around what you are are really offering, it's going to be very difficult for you to do that. And so I will see people... Um, you know, post ads or or make uh, certain pitches that includes almost like a laundry list of services, and that can be defeating. You're you're kind of sabotaging yourself because in that moment you cannot identify a specific need that someone has. You're you're kind of like just standing out. Think about it as standing out in the middle of a park somewhere and just yelling out all these different things that you can do, right? And so, first of all, the message gets lost. You have no idea who you're trying to find because right you you've listed off 10 different things you're looking for 10 different people but you can only look at one person at a time and so you're just constantly spinning in circles and the other people hear their names possibly being called but they can't necessarily hear it because when they try to listen in they don't hear their name again they hear another name because now you're moved on to the the other service that you're offering i just want you to visualize in your mind what what this would look like right it looks like mass confusion you're looking around trying to find people but you're, you're calling out a lot of different things and you're looking for 10 people at once. And then all the other people are trying to listen for their name, but they don't know if they hear you. And then they hear you calling nine other people. It, it's confusing. <laughs> and so I, that's kind of what we're, I'm making light of this. I, guys, I'm making light of this. So just know I'm being extreme, but you know, that is what it's like when we're trying to find multiple people and solve multiple different offers or sell multiple different offers at once. We want to identify a specific need and then we want to think about how we can address the person that has that specific need. So that's the first thing. Now, the second is that after we have identified the need, the thing that we need to do is to design a value-centered solution. And this is really your offer. So instead of that offer being a list of different things that the person can choose from, the offer needs to align with the need or the want or the desire that they have. Because if you are trying to sell them something that doesn't align with what they, they need or what they want, 
then that is not going to work because they're not looking for something else, right? If you're going to find a winter coat and someone brings you a beautiful evening gown, yes, you may like it. You may think it's nice, but that's not what you're looking for. You have nowhere to go to wear this dress and you're not trying to spend that that type of money on that dress. You came for a winter coat because you're cold and you have to go back outside. And so in that moment, the, the salesperson that brought you the dress they're going to lose out because you came for a coat. However, if they were to bring you a coat, guess what? They would have gotten your money on the first try because that's what you came for. That's what you need. That's what you want. And, and in essence, it's a good fit. So we have to think about that. Is you, You're really designing your solution based upon those needs. And so that's why having this list of different services or either or not saying anything about the services at all and just in essence selling consulting as the service doesn't work because once again, they're not looking for for consulting. They're not looking for that. So that is not going to be a way for you to provide the solution because the power is not necessarily in in the consulting itself. The power, the value is wrapped up in the, the solution to the specific need that they have. So that is another way of thinking about that. So you don't get caught up in Uh, in essence, not communicating how you're able to provide the solution so that you don't miss out on the sale. And so I, I know what it is. Oftentimes we think that if we're too specific, if we're nailing ourselves down to a specific niche, if we're tying ourselves to a specific problem that we're solving, that we are going to miss out on so many different opportunities to work with other individuals. And especially if you're relying heavily on referrals, then you're thinking, well, I I would have to tell people no, because every referral that comes my way wouldn't be a good fit. And in reality, that is how it's supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, you have to be known for something specific so that you can build a business that will last. Now, if you're just trying to pick up a couple of clients here or there just to make some extra money, so be it. But if you're trying to really build a business that will last, not just years, but decades and build wealth and build out your legacy and to accomplish the level of success that I know that you desire, then you're going to have to get a little bit more specific and you have to, you're going to have to stake your claim on a particular area and and really lean into that so that you can more effectively sell your services. Cause without it, it's going to be really, really tough to have that consistent buy-in or gain the traction that you need to really establish a strong foundation because you are not focused on a specific need with a specific value-centered solution. Now, here's the part that really, really matters. And this is the point that I wanna get across. So we talked about how when you're too general, you just are not calling out anyone. So they, you're not looking at a specific need, you don't know who you're talking to. And when you don't identify the solution that you're providing, you're leaving them wondering what in the world is this offer for? How is it gonna help me? I don't understand it. But this is the part that no matter what, if you're trying to sell, you need to do. You're not selling consulting. You're not selling consulting services. You are selling a transformation. You're selling a transformation. You're selling taking someone from point A to point B. What is that point B? What do they want to achieve? How do they want their life to look? What are they trying to accomplish? What goals do they want to reach? What financial 
targets are they trying to achieve? That is what you need to speak to because that's what you're selling. They're going to make that investment based upon the value that they identified. And so they're going to look at how you design your offer to be value centered so that it delivers the transformation that they're looking for. That is the part that is going to sell. So this means that if you're going to invite someone to book a call or to DM you or to somehow connect for a a chat over coffee at a local coffee shop, whatever it may be, if you're going to invite someone to connect with you to discuss your services, you're going to have to tell them why they would want to do that. You're going to have to provide an argument as to why it is going to be something of interest to them and something that is going to benefit them if they if they really think about or consider joining you and, and speaking with you on a more intimate level. So I just want us to think more so about how we're able to have conversations that mimic what we do in everyday life. All of this is to say and to urge you not to sell consulting, not to focus on the services that you provide and pitching those services without providing information on a specific offer that addresses a specific need and yields a transformation that is highly desired. Lead with the transformation. That's what you want to sell. That's what's going to make you the money. That is what people want. All right. (laughs) I hope this made sense. I know I gave a lot of different examples. I mean, a lot of it's just really to get us to think about these things in more general terms. I think we just complicate the process a lot. We do this often. We make things so much more complicated than they need to be. When it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's communication, effective communication, building relationships, making offers that in essence, sell a transformation. You can do that. I know you can, because that is going to be the way that you are most effective in selling your services. So I'm cheering you on. I want to scroll through my feed and, you know, I'm not saying that anyone that listens to this podcast did that at all, but, (laughs) but hopefully if others and more and more, as more and more people join in and tune in to um, the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast, it's my hope that um, this message is going to resonate and that we'll see fewer and fewer people asking to simply book a call or DM without any reason as to why it would be helpful for them to do so, beneficial for them to do so in the transformation they're going to receive. Okay, guys, (laughs) if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. Um, That is always a great way to continue to spread the word and to help grow the podcast. And don't forget, if you enjoyed this episode or any others, make sure you leave your five-star review (laughs) um, on Apple Podcasts and and reach out and connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. I mean, just send me a, a little message and let me know that you listen to the podcast. I'd love to get your feedback, ask questions, 
so I can, you know, think about new episodes to bring you. I want all of this information to just be very, very helpful. So I try to, you know, highlight things that um, I'm seeing within my coaching program, but working with clients. And then also things that I just see from day to day um, and in other work that, that I'm doing because I would love, 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 love to make sure that this remains a conversation, a back and forth conversation. All right, guys, I hope this helps. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And guess what? I'm going to see you again next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting. And you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.